between my legs, between my legs, go. The squirrel was like running between the legs and then try and flip the squirrel. Somatic sexologist Morgan Penn is back with Hayley Sproul for a new season of Sex.Life. So more and more little pets started appearing and some horses for the pony play. Sex.Life, a new episode every Wednesday. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Wild Secrets. If that's all good, then let's get into it. The ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi. Here we are, powered by Musashi, Manaya Stewart and uh, Matt Heath in today for your Tuesday the 13th. G'day Heath, how are you? Good, thank you mate. That's good. I thought uh, you'd appreciate this. We're going to start uh, with something pretty sexy today. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand dual Olympic rower Robbie Manson has started an OnlyFans adult subs- in the adult subscription uh, space. He's launched his own space in the adult subscription site OnlyFans. But says he hasn't gone rogue and started a secret adult film career yet. Uh, the 33-year-old is part of rowing New Zealand's elite training squad and competing for a place at this year's World Championships. I've got the picture on the back of that first page there in front of you. Uh, my first question for you: How hot? How hot yeah, is he's, the dude's got a rocking bod. He's got a hell of a rig, and he's um, yeah, appearing just a pair of tidy whities and uh, giving it all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something for the mums there for sure. <laughs> he says, "I haven't gone rogue and started a secret adult film career. No, I'm on OnlyFans, sharing artistic pictures that celebrate ah. the human form in a tasteful <laughs> and respectful manner." Think of it as highbrow gallery meets my rowing journey sprinkled with a dash of cheekiness. I think that's a bit of a pun there. And then he goes on to say, why you ask? Well, besides the fact that I'm about pushing boundaries and challenging norms, I really need the money. No, he said it helps support <laughs> me. But this is a great, um, we see, we've seen a lot of athletes go this way. Yeah. And um, I know we've talked about it before, but is it about time for the ACC to launch an OnlyFans? Yeah, well, the thing that's a little bit different between athletes and the ACC is the rock and bods that the mm. athletes bring due to all their training and just being great genetic specimens to start with. There's a lot in the ACC that you don't really want to see covered up. <laughs> Having th- said that, I mean, um, in that fantastic ICC World Test Championship victory, um, Jason Hoyt did get his baps out, and, yep. and that was hugely popular. So yep. if anyone's going to run on OnlyFans, it would be Jason Hoyt, Hoyt J. I've got a question for you, Manaya. Is mm. there anything else on OnlyFans? Is there anyone, like, I mean, he's running arty sort of stuff, but there is, uh, there is a lot of flesh showing. Yeah. Is anyone just running some bog standard, I don't know, pottery classes yep. or, you know? Yes. Well, they, they are. They and are. That, because that was the the initial idea behind it was, well, what if you just wanted to make some money from the stuff that you're doing? And you're yeah. really good at making pottery, as you yeah. mentioned. Well, this is So it's only for here. fans. Yeah. Now, they don't make any money, uh, those people that do that. It's an, immediately been hijacked. Um, by Blue, as everything always does. Apparently, back before DVDs came out, there were two different technologies vying to be the next thing from yes. VHS, and the one that won out was the one that porn went with. <laughs> they were like, we're going to go DVDs. And yeah. everyone's like, okay, sweet, DVDs, sweet. It's all in. So, yeah, yeah he said he's not going to do anything nude or anything like yeah. that, but no one ever sets out to do that. You know, like no one sets out to be a meth addict, do they? But they just try it once and then you yeah. never know what's going to happen. I'm not saying he's going to do that, but I'm just saying this is what people do. Well, there's a lot of pressure on once people see a little bit of flesh to see more and more and more <laughs> and there's more money on offer. Yeah. So. I reckon the ACC, but the thing is there's a lid for every pot, you know, anything that you could think of, there's a market for it. Yeah, but do you remember that time that we uh, listed ourselves on Grinder as a <laughs> nine-person commentary team? And we got quite a lot of interest. Yeah. I was like, that's a brave man that takes on a nine-man commentary team. <laughs> 100%. All right, well, 
I'm all in. I think it's um, I think it's on the cards. And maybe, like you say, we start off just like the, your, your pottery example and it's just a little bit of our commentaries behind yeah, the table. Yeah, just the craft of commentary for fans. <laughs> People love it. What you do with it when you get access to that content, entirely up to you. We're storming the 18th green now. They just tackled Adam Hadwin, by the way, who was trying to approach his friend. Security did, not knowing that's exactly what it was. <laughs> But Canada has a conquering hero. Canada does have a conquering hero for the first time in 69 years. Nick Taylor, uh, a Canadian, has won the Canadian Open. That was his mate Adam Hadwin who was spraying the <laughs> champagne over him. You would have seen this video. Yeah. Um, and the security smoked. guard absolutely obliterated him. A couple of points on this. One, could we get that guy to Mount Smart? Could we have got him to Napier? <laughs> because he would have been an absolute asset. And two, how poor a job is he doing as a security guard, to not know that that was one of the other players yeah. celebrating the win. Well, that was that was interesting as well. And I, I was wondering if it was just a, you know, you catch it out of the corner of your eye, you see some liquid going at someone and right. you just react kind of situation. Yeah. He really squares them up, though, doesn't Did he? he? What? And so is he just assuming that it's someone from the crowd's come out and is, has a bottle of champagne, has got that close, is shaking it around and everyone seems fine with it. I don't know. I, I think it was just a... Oh, my God, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> There's something going on here. Yeah. I need to address this, and I'm going to address it by smoking him. Um, unfortunately for him, that's a red card. He's going to go on report because he's tackled the player in the ear. Um, <laughs> you can't do that. So he's, he's on report for that. I think he'll get three weeks at the judiciary. A um, little bit of a Dodgers update. I've got a bit of audio from someone I know that you've talked about um, before, and the, his name is Bobby Miller. Yeah, um, just trusting the guy behind the plate. Um uh, if they put a barrel on it, um, I'll move over to the next guy. But um, not think about those guys on the bases too much. I feel like I've been doing a good job at holding the runners. But um, just same thing, just focus on uh, getting the batter, not worrying about the guys on base, executing my stuff, and everything will be okay. Now, now what I want from you, Matt Heath, is I didn't understand a single thing he just said. <laughs> that was a lot of baseball jargon. I didn't understand any of it. So let's go through and break this down bit by bit. Maybe you can shed a bit of light as to what Bobby Miller is talking about. He's their pitcher, right? Okay, he's, yep, yep. He's, he's the... Um, He's just debuted recently. He's yep. had a fantastic start. I think he's sitting on an ERA of 0.78 across four starts, which is like basically unheard of in the history of Major League Baseball. He's just right. come up. He's got some. He got. He's got some good stuff. Okay, so let's get on to the first thing he said. Yeah, um, just trusting the guy behind the plate. Um, trusting the guy behind the plate. What does that? Well, mean? the catcher makes the calls. Right. So the the, the catcher which will be uh, Will Smith in this case, or Austin oh, Barnes, right? but it's generally Will Smith. Yep. Will Smith? Yeah, he man? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he doesn't look a lot like the uh, famous Will Smith. <laughs> he's just a little fella, but, um, he, you know, the catcher is the smart guy, and he right. knows everything about the, the people coming out, the, the person at bat, and so he signals them. He, he fires, you know, through a series of signals. They've actually got messages that come through now, like so yeah. it's a little digital communication and he oh, goes right? and he goes well this guy you know you you've done a four seam fastball you've done two of those let's get him with a change up and you know this guy's so he's been you know, you know the, the, this guy's a weak high and inside you know and and so it's a funny thing people don't know about baseball is that and it's the same it's, it's funny with american sports is often the way isn't it yeah. it's like the, the quarterback and his calls are being made by the the coach but yeah the the catcher makes the calls but the but the the pitcher can go sometimes they go 
shake it off yeah, if they don't I'm think that, yeah, yeah if they can't if they don't think they can I don't like they, it. they can do it yeah I don't like it or I can't do it okay yeah. here's here's the next thing uh, if they put a barrel on it what does putting a barrel on it mean well put a barrel on it it means that you get the the all of cuz you know like a, a baseball bat is round oh right so that's yeah, and, a and barrel so, and so the reason yeah, it's called a barrel so so when you um when you you know generally speaking the work fails back is because there's very little surface on a on a circular yeah yeah, yeah. to I'll actually hit it forward unlike a cricket bat so generally it just hits top or bottom and goes either down and then they'll often get um, taken at first or it goes straight up and it'll fail right okay so a barrel so, is when you get it right in the middle and then you get absolutely smoked okay the next part um I'll move over to the next guy but move over to the next guy what does that mean. Uh, is that the next batsman that comes out? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I think that's just mean the next person at bat, yeah. Okay, that's pretty uh, straightforward. Yeah. Um, not think about those guys on the bases too much. I f- Why would a pitcher think about the guys on the bases? Well, that's the punishing thing when you're on, you know, if you're pitching, someone's going to try and steal a base when you pitch. So ah. so they can get really get inside your head and and just really hoof it. Now they've got the pitch, the pitching clock. Now you've got a certain amount of time to pitch. Uh, and so, you know. So you can't stand there so watching the guys. Yeah, pitch. so you're about to pitch, and then you're always looking over at first, and you see them try and pick them off. Like they're about to pitch, and they yes. throw it over to first. I've seen that. And, and it's much harder at, when they're at second. Um, or, you know, if they're, they're first and they run, and then, you know, if it goes through the catcher, you can even do a decent pitch if it's like uh, just a little bit, and the catcher can't throw it fast enough to second. Yeah. And so you constantly and get inside pitchers' heads. Once you've got uh, runners on bases, yeah. it really gets inside the pitcher's head. Uh, you know, they can't just concentrate on their stuff. They can't just concentrate on what the catcher's doing. They've got to constantly be thinking about what the right thing to do about the, the runners. So I think that's what the sec- this next part is. So I've been doing a good job at holding the runners. That's, but um, That's yeah, what you're talking yeah, about, holding the runners. Holding yeah. the runners. Okay, yeah. then what does this mean? Just same thing. Just focus on uh, getting the batter. Getting the batter. Yeah, just getting striking the batter. Striking them out? Yeah, striking them out, you know, or grounding them out or, you know, fly ball, whatever way you can get them out. He's just got to concentrate on his on his plans. I mean, yeah. Bobby's not getting a lot of strikeouts, but he is, he, 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 does, he, he's, he's, what a start, what a start. Um, and finally, not worrying about the guys on base, executing my stuff and executing yeah. the stuff. Executing your stuff just means your, your pitches, you know, your, your fastball, your, your, your changer, yeah. your sliders, your cutters, whatever, whatever is yours. You know, they all, they all have a preferred pitch and percentages, but you got to have your stuff. And if someone's, if someone, you know, even the best pitchers like Clayton Kershaw, even though he's, you know, past his you do by date in a picture <laughs> of a, 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 a you know picture of a generation. Sometimes you just turn up without your stuff, and that means that you, you, your your pitches aren't going where they're supposed to. Got to turn up with you got you got to turn up with, with your stuff, and that's the problem with baseball because you have the starting pitcher, and he may have a stuff. And the thing that <laughs> the reason why the Dodgers are in trouble at the moment and have actually slipped behind the Diamondbacks is because their bullpen is just not turning up with their stuff. They're not getting to they're their not stuff. turning up with their stuff. You got to turn up with your stuff. All right, thank you for breaking that one down for me. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I've just become aware that I missed a massive opportunity to slip some dodgy bit of audio in at the end there. But, you know, we live and we learn 5% better every podcast. Okay, so on Friday, uh, sorry, on Sunday, we've brought back the Sunday scenario. So this week's Sunday scenario was how many respawns would it take you to beat David Nyeka in a fight? Um, Mike Lane thinks it's going to be around 60. We've rounded it up to 69. He said after 30 respawns, he's gonna he will have worn David Nyeka down enough <laughs> that he can start kicking him in the nuts, head butting him, eye gouging him, all that kind of shit. And then after 60, 
Reese Bourne's he's going to be able to knock him out. That's a hell of a boss battle. <laughs> yeah. That is a hell of a boss battle. You know those boss battles where you just keep doing it and you start to hate yourself because you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. You go, I'm, coming, I'm Reese Bourne. Can I try something different? And you yeah. just try the same thing and die again and yeah. die again. And what is his weakness? I mean, obviously you've got, to work, 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 you've got to work the face. You know, there's always you eventually work out that it, one of his arms flies off at a certain point. Yeah, you've got well, to destroy that. <laughs> yeah, there, well, is there like a pattern to his attack? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes boom, boom around the side do and you've got to wait. Do I need to go away and make a potion and then come back or learn a new spell? I don't know. But G-Lane went for kick him in the nuts, headbutt him, that kind of thing. So we posted that up on um, Sunday night yeah. and then uh, we put it on the ACC's Instagram story as well. And David Nika has replied to that. Oh, what a great New Zealander. He's in the DMs. He said, this is incredible. We need to continue this debate in person. Ah, oh, you want that good-looking man in the studio. 100%. So that, There's a man that needs to start an OnlyFans. Oh, oh, yes, absolutely. So we replied, said, come on, let's test it out. Let's test out the fella's theory. He said, done, this sounds like my kind of podcast. So we need to get David Nyeka on yeah. and um, decide how many times it would – I don't know, how many respawns do you reckon it would take you to <sighs> – a million? Well, well, I reckon it would take me a few respawns to take down Mike Lane, so I'm well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm well behind him. If he's 69, I'm, I, let, let's at least double that. Okay. Um, let's move on to the nicknames bracket, which launched yesterday. We've launched a quest for the uh, greatest ACC nickname of all time. Yesterday's battle, which is still raging on, it was Davy Dum Dum versus Harry Jav. This one has been a resounding victory for the Harry Jav, I think. That was yeah. a bit of a foregone conclusion, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it? not necessarily about the nickname, that one, eh? That, yeah. that, and that's going to come into this a little bit. I mean, especially, well, particularly around Davey Dum Dum. Um, <laughs> and that, you know, the hatred for the, you know, they're, they're playing the uh, man, not the name, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. And yeah. Look, we, Although the Harry Jav... I mean, one of the greatest nicknames of all time, to be it's fair, as well. I mean, it was, it was a tough round for Davey Dum Dum, even if he wasn't a complete peanut. It's, it's, um, it's leaked over into the mainstream as well. People call him the hairy jav. Um, and I just want to remind people and implore people to try and put, you know, sit, set your heartstrings aside. Just leave this up to a purely objective, which is the better nickname. Uh, don't let your hatred of Davey Dum Dum come into this. But I do think, even with that said, yeah. the hairy jav is still the better nickname. Um, and that has been the resounding win for that one. So today's nickname battle is... Sir Lingus versus the Cleveland Steamer. Yeah, oh my God. Now, Huge that's interesting. The two ones that could be taken in a sexual fashion, of course, Ross Taylor, Sir Lingus, purely about a celebration with the tongue coming yep. out. And Ling- Lingus isn't always kind of Lingus. Lingus can just be. <laughs> it's just, Lingus? Well, Lingus is just tongue related. Right. So linguistics, it's all about the tongue. Sure. You have different type of tongue stuff going on, kind of Lingus. We tried to explain this to Ross Taylor's people. When they, um, they 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 thought we were we were being somehow lewd with the Sir Lingus, right? Cleveland Steamer was a similar situation. I mean, it's just because he played for the Steamers, so we yes, called right. the Cleveland Steamer. But of course, famously, um, there is the, the the Cleveland Steamer, right. which is similar to a hot lunch. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a famous rock star that was a proponent. Apparently, really enjoyed to lay a Cleveland Steamer on someone. Right. Um, What's that? What? Ah, oh, geez, I'm forgetting his name right now. The uh, rock star came to New Zealand at one point. He was a uh, New York based guy, bit of a creep. Um, to be more specific. Jesus, I've got to work it out now. Steve Tyler Doom. from Aerosmith. Uh, he sang um, "Take a Walk on the Wild Side." Dan, Lou Reed. Lou Reed. Yeah. yeah. So Lou Reed was a fan of the Cleveland Steamer. Oh right. And that, that that is unrelated to the Steamer. 
the Cleveland Steamer is the nickname. You know? Yeah, as yeah. opposed to the Bay of Plenty Steamers. Yeah, um, so it's the, the Bop Steamer. So yeah. for you, very both very downstairs, although, as you've just explained, actually not very downstairs if you do the research yeah. uh, related yeah, We to often things. get painted with this downstairs yeah. brush because we deserve it, generally speaking. And if we're more honest, they were both... We did name them to be six. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so which which do you give your vote to today in the nickname battle? Sir Lingus or Cleveland Steamer? For me, it's Cleveland Steamer. I yeah. just love calling it. And I also heard, I I cannot confirm this, but he was basically like, why are they calling it? Like, all their, because um, at one point the All Blacks printed out all their um, jerseys with their nicknames on for a, for a, for a captain's run. Yeah, awesome. And he was basically like, why the hell am I the Cle-? Like everyone else is going, you know, oh, this is great. You know, <laughs> I like my name. It's pretty cool. How did Aaron it. Smith take it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was another one that wasn't necessarily that supportive of it. But um, the Cleveland Steamer was like, huh? What? <laughs> what do I do? Like, why am I the Cleveland Steamer? You play for the Steamers, unfortunately. Yeah, that was it. That's all you need. And we're so juvenile. You played for the Steamers. All we've got is Cleveland Steamer and a Lou Reed reference. <laughs> it's nothing personal. So you're going the Cleveland Steamer then? Yeah, I will, yeah. Okay. All right. You can uh, get on social media. That post, I think, will be up by the time you're listening to this podcast. So go get into the comments um, and have a vote. And uh, that'll do us for today's podcast. Thank you very much, Matt Heath. I was just going to say, you're looking in pretty phenomenal shape at the moment. Have you been on the Musashis, have you? Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been stealing so many Musashi. Yeah. We just got stocked up and we've already yeah. been trying to squirrel, squirrel away the uh, protein bars. There's a jam donut protein bar that's yeah. proving oh. very popular, but geez, the ACC is getting shredded. And if you want to get shredded too, you can text SHRED to 3236. Um, we'll send you out a massive uh, Musashi prize pack if you're one of the lucky winners. So do that right now. Text SHRED to 3236 and we'll be back tomorrow for the Daily Agenda. We'll see you then. ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi. Between Two Beers allows you to tap into the wisdom of some great humans as they tell their stories. So, pour yourself a new potty and make yourself at home with Between Two Beers. Cheers. Michael Jordan was basically walking down the hallway getting held up by two of his, you know, people, and he was done. And that was the game where he hit the winning buzzer shot. So we sort of crossed in the hallway, and it was just sort of one of those, whoa, if it was now, you'd be snapping away like yeah. social media. New episodes every Sunday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.